I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health and fitness industry to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. Hey, welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Spencer. And this week, it's the second of our Insights series. So for, for those of you who didn't listen to last week, just briefly, we're going to be recording a eight to 10 minute episode every Saturday, in addition to the 30 minute episode we deliver on a Wednesday. And it's going to be an unscripted eight to 10 minute series of thoughts or an idea or an insight or a principle or some experience that I want to share with you. And that's kind of the theme of this week's actually. It's a theme of getting into your discomfort zone to build resilience, to build strength, to get more energy and to get inspired. And it's something that's very topical for me at the moment. So my partner and I are taking part in something called the Arctic Circle Race in March of this year. And it starts in Greenland and it's billed as the world's toughest ski race. It's 160 kilometers over three days on cross-country skis. So that's our latest challenge. And I've just come back from a week in Austria where we were learning to cross-country ski. So we've literally haven't been on skis as an adult. Just challenge actually is riddled with firsts for us. So I've never waxed skis before, still haven't. Only recently did I learn to cross-country ski. I've never been in Greenland. I've never camped in minus 20. In fact, I haven't done anything in minus 20 degrees. I've never eaten freeze-dried food. So this whole challenge, if you like, is riddled with firsts. So it's a really really quite eye-opening, slightly fear-inducing challenge. And not much makes me fearful at the moment. And that, I think, is is part of what I want to touch on in this podcast as well, because it's important to, to do something not necessarily fearful, but something that you are apprehensive about, something that takes you into your discomfort zone and something that challenges you. And for me, cross-country skiing definitely has. I mean, in the main, I really enjoyed last week's training, but there were moments when I'm in the tracks. So you have pre-cut tracks big enough to fit your skis in. And for the most part in classic skiing, you are in these tracks. And at one point, there's this downhill section. It's very short, but you pick up a lot of speed. And Tonya's watch logged 25 kilometers an hour. So you're picking up quite a bit of speed. And every bit of your brain is screaming, you're going too fast, you're out of control, and you haven't really got an easy way of braking. There is a way of lifting one ski out and snow plowing on one side, but when you pick up speed, you don't want to lift a ski out the track. So you're very committed and you're sitting in this track and that's you. You've just got to ride it out and style it out and not sabotage yourself, which we didn't, but it was a you know a challenging moment. And it really made me think that these moments we should have in our lives on a reasonably regular basis. The only caveat I'd say to that is, It needs to be the right type of challenge, the right intensity at the right time. So if you're already under a lot of stress, getting into your discomfort zone by going too fast down ski tracks or committing to a big public speaking gig or whatever it might be, is probably not the right time for you. It's not appropriate. But if generally things are going pretty well, I think you need to stretch yourself in order to grow and develop. And that's certainly true if we think about muscular training. We put the muscles under stress, hormetic stress, in order to get a positive outcome at the end, in order to grow and develop the strength and the fibers of that muscle. And it's really the same for us as people or spiritually, if you like, we can, we grow, develop, we get more energized, get more resilient, stronger, happier people when we grow and test ourselves. Otherwise we stale and we stagnate. So that's the challenge that I'm doing. It's the Arctic Circle race. You know, there were moments last week when I thought, 
you know, this is definitely discomfort zone for me. But at the end of that week, we completed it with a 30 kilometer nonstop cross country ski. And we felt really amazing, very energized. And obviously it's definitely developed us as cross country skiers, which is fortuitous because we probably won't see snow again till we get to the Arctic. And we're doing that, by the way, to raise 10,000 pounds for the charity Alzheimer's Research. There's no clear point to this. It's not a jolly for us. We're doing this as a fundraising exercise, but at the same time, really stretching ourselves as people, as athletes, to see what it is that we can cope with and how well we do with this. Uh, I just encourage you really to think about ways that you can take yourself into your discomfort zone. For a lot of people, it's public speaking, it's learning a language, it might be pushing yourself to go online dating or just dating again. It might be picking up a new skill. And for a lot of people, it's sport. And that's something I think is a really great way of putting yourself into your discomfort zone. There are so many sporting events you can take part in, whether you're going from couch to 5K, for 5K up to 10K or up to half marathon or marathon or beyond. There are so many ways in sport that you can push yourself and really get into your discomfort zone and get so many benefits. You know, it's, and it's, the benefits aren't just strength and energy and resilience, but also the hormone response that we get from doing things like that. So we get an increase in serotonin, big hit of dopamine, lots of the happy hormones, the happy chemicals that make us feel really good about ourselves and, and our place in the world and how we think of ourselves. And sport was the way that I kind of started with this. The It was June 2014, actually, and I remember it very well. I was down at my boxing gym, Miguel's, where I spent still spend a lot of time, a couple of hours a week. And my coach at the time said to me, do you fancy having a white collar boxing match? And I thought, hmm, okay, white collar, by the way, is where you're not carded. It's not amateur. It's not professional. Anyone can have a white collar boxing match. You don't have to have a license for it. And it's given that name because it started off as city workers, typically men who got to start to get into it, hence the term white collar boxing. And it's three two minute rounds. So it's fairly short and sharp to watch, but those rounds do drag on when you're actually in them. And I thought about this and I oscillated between completely crapping myself and thinking, no, don't, don't do it. You know, it's, it's, it's thinking a lot about it. And my mind was worrying and worrying. And then visualizing myself being held aloft by my entourage and carried out of the ring victorious. So in the end, I decided to go for it. I said, yes. What followed then was weeks and weeks of training in the ring, sparring. And I was thrown in with, with someone much lighter than me, much shorter than me, but ferocious, like the Joe Pesci of the white collar boxing world, if you like. But she was great to spar with. She, she just came at me full on from the off, you know, <laughs> bleeding nose, battered ears, been uppercutted under the chin and under the base of the nose. Absolutely horrendous learning to contact sports bar. It really is. But after a while, not as quickly as you'd think, I learned to keep my hands up, move my head, bob and weave at the same time as thinking what shots I was going to land on, on my various sparring partners. Now, came to the day of the fight. It was quite an interesting experience, actually, because the postcode on the tickets wasn't the actual postcode. So when the sat-nav told me I'd reached my destination, I look up and it's Kennington Tube. It's not even a, a sports centre, let alone a boxing ring. But we finally got there. Strangely, I was actually chatting to my opponent outside before the venue even opened. Everything seems to happen very late in boxing, very delayed. And we eventually got in the ring. We went through our three two-minute rounds and they were full on from the first bell. You know, she'd been described as a banger. So she's a come forward fighter. Basically, she threw a lot of shots and she didn't walk backwards, which was pretty much my style. So we had a really great three, three lots of two-minute rounds. And at the end of that, we stood there, the referees in the middle, and I could feel my arm being raised. And I look across at my opponent to see how she's taken a loss to realize that her arm is being raised as well. He would actually announce a draw. They said they couldn't split us apart. So... 
slightly unfinished business uh, in as much as, you know, I didn't get the win, but I'm still undefeated. And I think for me, actually, that's probably it with that particular type of challenge. But after that, I felt amazing. Really having come through the training and committed to it and got in the ring and done it, I felt really good, very energized, very inspired, looking for the next thing, stronger as a person, certainly more confident, more resilient, all that kind of stuff. And the message I'm trying to give here is whatever it is for you, to get yourself out of what I call the velvet rut, which is the things are pretty nice, they're pretty comfortable, it's quite warm and cozy, but it's a rut nonetheless is find a challenge, find something that inspires and motivates you, but also gives you a little bit of the fear and go for it. Sign up to it, start advertising to people that that's what you're doing. So make a commitment and then broadcast that commitment so you can be held accountable and go for it. I absolutely guarantee you that if you're in the right place for this, i.e. it's not too much stress and you've picked the right thing, you will feel amazing at the end of it. And it's it's just such a good thing to do to challenge yourself. You know, if you're not growing, you're essentially dying. You're moving backwards. We need to do these things to push ourselves the right type of push and the right intensity of push at the right time in order to develop, I think, as human beings. So have a think about what your challenge can be. And by all means, share it with me. I'm going to link to a talk I did where I described that boxing match. It's a seven minute talk over 20 slides where I describe that boxing match. So I'll link to that and share your ideas with me. Let us know what you're up to. We have a Facebook group, by the way, which you can join, share your ideas on the Facebook group. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. And that's it from this week's Insights. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's resonated. Go out there, challenge yourself, get into your discomfort zone and enjoy the benefits. That's it from me. All the best for now. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, bodyshopperformance.com and click on take the test and it'll take you through to a very short two to three minute health IQ test. At the end of that, you'll get a scorecard based on your results and a free 39 page report built all around our six signals, which are sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion and fitness. So jump on the website, bodyshopperformance.com and take our test. Finally, thanks for listening to this show. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard and it's added value to you, share the episode with someone you think could benefit from it. And don't forget to leave a rating, a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.